What is up, everybody? What's up? What's up? What's up? It is Marquise, and we're back with a new episode for Tea with Keys. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I just want to say thank you to one of my best friends, Desiree Fuller. She's been a guest on Tea with Keys. Um, she got me a new little mic for my podcast. So, um, who has better friends than me? <laughs> um, but yes, um, uh, thank you for the amazing microphone, Desi. I really appreciate it. And it's going to make my podcast sound more professional um, or whatever. So thank you, babes. Um, so I have uh, like a couple of announcements that I would like to discuss. Um, let's see. Um so, if you guys are frequent visitors to my blog, MarquiseDJ.com, M-A-R-K-I-Z-D-J, um, I have a lot of interesting things I want to tell you. Um, so, in 2019, um, I think my first post will be January... Uh, I got to remember. I got to... I think it's the 5th, if I'm not mistaken. Um, no, the 6th. Excuse me. So, all of my appreciation posts will go back to being on Sunday. Like, if I can recall, I hope a lot of you, if you read my blog consistently, you know that I used to do them on uh, Thursday. Not Thursday, Sundays. <laughs> what the heck is wrong with me? Um, I used to do them on Sundays. Um, I'm going to do that again because, yeah, um, Mondays are pretty interesting. Um, I work now. I work a very demanding schedule, working 40 hours a week, trying to write a blog and a podcast can be very time consuming. And if you like my podcast, I totally, a hundred percent, I want to apologize to you because I kind of put my podcast on the back burner and um, that's not good. (laughs) I want to have an audience. I want people to tune in. I actually want to take this more seriously. Like I've done it for fun in the past, but I really want to take it a bit more seriously and go with the next steps. So I want to do better. I want to try to, you know, do more episodes in 2019, probably have a set schedule on when I do podcast episodes, like maybe on Friday or something every Friday or, um, And then, like, have, like, random episodes where my friends can chime in and I can call my friends and we talk about um, the topics we want to talk about. I want to do that, too. So, um, yeah, life has been really interesting. So, um, yeah, there's that. Um, Also, with my blog in March, I will be asking you, the general public, the people, um who you want me to do appreciation post for. And I used to do it on Twitter, like back in 2017, I used to do like polls on Twitter. And I even done it on Facebook before, I think too, where I asked people like, oh, like who would you rather have a post from? Who you think I should do this post for this week? Or what should I do? And I'm going to do it like that again. Like lately I've been like coming up with the people on my own because I want to do people that I felt needed more appreciation. So I wanted to pick the people for the past year, but in March of next year, I'm going to put it back in y'all hands and y'all pick people that uh, you feel like should be, you know, getting their flowers. So 
Yeah. And also, I will be giving away digital copies of your favorite albums for free if you can correctly answer some trivia I may have on my blog. So, um, yeah, um, if you like, I have a pretty deep music collection. If you like the same stuff, you that's an automatic win in my book. I'll just email the albums to you. But if you listen to other people and the album is not like $27 or something, I would um, buy a digital copy for you. Digital copies are not that expensive. I wouldn't mind buying it just for an incentive for supporting me in my blog in or a podcast. So, um, yeah. So look out for the Marquise DJ trivia. Cause I want to do that too, just to get more people to view my blog. You know, I'm, I don't care about the views. I'm just more about giving you guys quality and that's all that matters. I don't care about the quantity. I don't care about having a big ass following, you know, I'm pretty content with, what I have and who supports me. I have a lot of people support me and the people I do posts for, they're watching, they're reading. So I don't need a big following to, you know, succeed. And if people who think like that, their content is always going to suck. Like the people who brag and talk about, talk down on people who are still building themselves up, their shit sucks. So it's like, And I'm not even trying to, you know, and I'm doing something totally different because in the beginning when I started my blog, it started as a celebrity blog and it started as everyday topics that I wanted to talk about. But since I started my podcast, I kind of converted those type of stuff to my podcast. So, yeah, (laughs) Um, you know, so I want to do that. I want to just make sure you are educated on quality and real R&B music. Speaking of R&B, um, I think I'm done talking about my podcast and all that shit. But did y'all hear y'all good sis Jacquees say that he's the king of R, the real king of R&B for this generation? I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um. You know, like, I've tried to steer clear of the R&B topics because most of the people that's talking about it don't know what the hell they're talking about. But it's really annoying (laughs) when people of this generation speak about R&B and they talk about the stare like that because the underdogs, people like Jasmine Sullivan, um, Lettucey, all of our R&B greats, for this current generation, I I probably wouldn't even said nothing if they would have said something like this. This motherfucker sitting up here talking about some he the king of R&B, Jacquees, I don't know one song from you except for the one where he has sampled Avant, um, Read Your Mind. The, I, I, I don't even know the name. Like Most of these new generation R&B musicians, they don't hold the candle. Y'all trying to bring back the nostalgia of the 90s, and y'all just ain't making the cut, baby. Like, I, I like her. I like, um, I like Ella, is it Ella May, Ella May? I don't know how she pronounces it. But I like, I like her. She, her music is good. I like her. Um, who else? 
I like Luke James. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, um, and I like a lot of my followers and friends, they try to introduce me to new R&B musicians and stuff. So I try to stay in the loop, but I'm kind of in my old school bag, you know. And of course, you guys know I love Rihanna and Mariah Carey and uh, B and Tony and Faith Evans and, you know, people like that, of that caliber, you know. But, um, yeah, like... <sighs> Y'all, like, and the R&B discussion really irritates me because R&B is not what it used to be. The music industry is not what it used to be either. Like, we, like, and then on top of that, like, y'all don't even buy their shit. Like, y'all be arguing. Like, Jacquees to have his fans arguing about him up and down, but them streams, themselves, ain't hitting on shit. People like Taylor Swift and Adele, well, they're not r&b per se but you know they're pop but pop is popular music so popular music is popular music it doesn't have to be just like confined to just one specific genre like it could be all types so I swear people don't even know what pop music means but um anyway um i lost my train of thought Oh, <laughs> shit. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, like, but yeah, like, it's just, R&B ain't, ain't popping. It ain't hot. It ain't selling. Like, y'all don't buy shit. Y'all don't support them. But all y'all do is sit and argue over who's the best. Do y'all support these people? Because the numbers ain't adding up. Adele and Taylor Swift can go a million first week. Our musicians, if they're not Beyonce, they're not pulling in no big numbers. Beyonce can pull big numbers because she's Beyonce. She can drop an album at the anytime she wants to, and that album gonna sell. I don't know about that album she had with Jay Z, but baby, anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but everybody don't have dumb numbers because y'all not supportive like y'all swear y'all are. One minute y'all like, oh. I support yada, yada, yada. I'm like, y'all not buying their music. Streaming it is one thing. But if these y'all phase, as y'all like to put it, why the fuck y'all not supporting their shit? Oh, I'll wait. But anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, y'all irritating. Jacquees irritating. He damn near the bow wow of R&B. Um, I'm tired. Uh, I, I can't. Like it's it's exhausting at this point, but um, yeah. So, in other news, I kind of wanted to make this podcast episode about this one topic, so I kind of went off <laughs> off of what I wanted to talk about. Stupid! I'm not gonna let you get the chance. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so the title of this episode is going to be Accountability is a Bitch, mainly because I am sick and I am tired 
of people not holding black men accountable for a fucking thing. And my question is, why the fuck do y'all do this? I was going to say, why do we, but I don't hold, I hold everybody fucking accountable. And that's big period because I'm not with the shits and I have time. Why do y'all always sit up here and coddle and hold these fucking toxic and misogynistic pieces of shit to the core? Y'all hold on to them for dear life like they about to die. Like, they dick ain't that damn spectacular, honey. It's not. They can't even make you come. Fuck these niggas. Um... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but anyway, no. Like with the Kevin Hurt situation. Um from my understanding, he was supposed to host the Oscars. Some homophobic tweets popped up. I guess he apologized for it years ago. And uh he didn't want to apologize or whatever the fuck the, the situation may be. And um then you have people like D.L. Hughley, whoever the fuck that is with his flop-ass career. He came in and basically just... <sighs> he basically just came and defended him and said, fuck them, they pussies. And yeah, he got dragged on Twitter by um, India Moore from... Um, FX uh, series Pose, if you guys ever watched that. Um, yeah. Um, so he's he defended Kevin Hart over the homophobic gay jokes. And he called India a pussy. And he didn't see the big deal of it. And, you know, if he should apologize for the decade-old tweets. Now, before I go any further, I just want to say... At this point in life, I really don't give a shit about any man that is not, if you're not black and uh, queer, I really don't give a shit about what you have to say about the LGBT community. It's redundant. It's the same shit I've been hearing since 1604. I, I really don't give a fuck because homosexuality has always been here. It's heavenly taken out of context in the Bible, but what's it to me? Um, half of y'all views on shit don't fucking matter because y'all fucking ignorant and close-minded and you were raised to be ignorant and you're raising your children to be ignorant. So there's that. Um, a lot of you are just fucking stupid. Like, I, I, I can't word it any different. Like, y'all sit up here and be like, oh, well, you're not a parent, so you don't understand or whatever. I'm like, I have 20,000 cousins who have 20,000 cousins and I have three nieces and a nephew. What the fuck do you mean? I love children. I'm always an advocate of, I, I just love children. But anyway, like when I'm saying like the shit I'm saying and you have people, for example, like let me step out of the Kevin Hart shit for a moment. Like when we talk about people who don't want their kids to be gay. That mindset has to fucking go because you are not going to always have children who are straight. I'm just going to be honest. If you're like, no one's going like 
when it comes to sexuality, no one's your kid's not just gonna wake up one day and say, "Hey, I'm fucking gay." It doesn't work like that. They're either born gay, just as much as you think people are born straight. If you don't think people can be born gay, you can't be born straight either. Y'all just don't think the shit's natural because that's what you were raised to think. And your homophobia, it overpowers the love you have for your child. And a lot of people don't see that. You may think like, oh, maybe we don't want our kids to be that way. That's... um a sign of homophobia sis. that's why there are a lot of download people fucking on us in private but wouldn't even dare even look at us in public that's the reality of some people because guess what gay parents told them that being gay is sick as fuck they heard this shit growing up around them about gay people so they not only hate themselves, that that internalized hate, they take that out on people who are actually comfortable living in their truth and owning the fact that they are either gay, bi, or trans, and they murder us. So excuse me for not laughing at a fucked up joke like that. And like I said, when I made my comments about this whole Kevin Hart and Dia Hughley shit, if Home if racist, homophobic, transphobic jokes are your way to your meal ticket for being a comedian. You need to find a new fucking career because it ain't it. I know a lot of comedians who have made jokes that did not relate to homophobic shit or transphobic. Y'all are laughing at these jokes, but there are people dying at these jokes. There are people dying because people can't handle the fact that they are gay and that people will see them as less than because that's how we're perceived. We're perceived to be less than human. I heard a man in one of my college classes say, once a man becomes gay, you lose your ability to even have a manhood. And I looked at that crusty ass nigga with the biggest stare. Um, stale face ever like are you fucking serious like y'all be like mind your business but will freak the fuck out over shit you have no control over y'all don't have control over your kids sexuality you don't have no control over mine why the fuck do y'all who the fuck is raising y'all low-class idiotic ass bitches like y'all stupid as fuck y'all wrong as fuck y'all think people are stupid like why can't we just hold y'all accountable these whole tap ass niggas want to sit up and be like oh gay men are fatherless and shit like that i'm like but at the end of the day aren't you fatherless too boo i mean fathers being fatherless doesn't just affect the lgbt community i had my father in my life we were estranged during my childhood childhood excuse me but he was there I knew my daddy. I knew his birthday. I knew he loved football and I liked to cook. Meanwhile, y'all niggas don't even know your daddy's name because your mama was a fucking whore and she's sliding down Uncle Luke crew and probably got pregnant by one of them niggas that freaked it. Worry about that shit and don't worry about what gay men are doing in the privacy of their life. This their life. It's not yours, bitch. And if you're mad about it or if it freaks you out to the point where you think you're about to have a panic attack because you think all gay men are looking at you or want your old dusty, dirty dick asses, 
you probably are yourself and you hate that you can't be sexually open or free to express your sexuality. That's not no one's problem but yours. Take that up with Jesus and shut the hell up. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, back to India Moore and the D.L. Hughley mess. The trans and the LGBT community, the trans community, have the whole LGBT community dragged this man for filth for days. They're probably still dragging his ass because he was wrong as fuck. And a lot of you are wrong as fuck because y'all sit up here and be like, oh, well, we had this happen to us and yada, yada. And who said that was right? Like, y'all can't take a joke. Y'all can take dick, but y'all can't take a joke. Uh, like, shut the fuck up. Because you probably want to give us that dick. But continue. <laughs> but yeah. These motherfuckers being loud and wrong as fuck. Like, these gay jokes and the trans jokes, they have been so popular and normalized that you can't even realize how wrong... It is. You think that it's nothing to laugh at a gay or trans joke, but let somebody make a racist joke. Let somebody call you an N-word. You will be livid. You will be protesting and calling Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson and calling Mahalia Jackson from the grave. Like, get the fuck out of here. Y'all are so delusional. And then you got Nick Cannon, old lame ass, sitting up here talking about some Will Amy Schumer said this and such and such said this. And that has to stop too. The whole, well, white men got away with it. Why can't we? And that boils down to heterosexual black men. They don't give a fuck about us. They don't give a fuck about all black people. They don't give a fuck about black women. They don't give a fuck about the LGBTQ community because they always make an LGBTQ LMNOP and all these fucking jokes and shit. But let somebody call you a nigga. You, you mad as hell, right? Oh, but anyway, y'all need to stop. Stop trying to bring up what white people get away with. And then what else? He somebody said, I think it was him, Nick Cannon, too, like when Roman Polanski or what whatever the fuck his name is, when he was um like, oh, because like if he comes to the US, he'll be arrested for raping a teenager or something. If you remember Sharon Tate's husband, that was his name. Um who said that he wasn't being held accountable? He's in a whole different country where he can, excuse me, <clears throat> where he can live and not get arrested. If he's brought to the U.S., he's definitely going to be arrested. Like, who's not holding him accountable? He's a sick-ass bitch. Him and Woody Allen, they are sick as fuck. Who's not holding them accountable? Y'all, and, and, and guess what it boils down to? Black men, they don't want equality. They don't want to fight for Black Lives Matter. They just want privilege. They want to get away with shit. They want to not be held accountable for shit because, oh, feminists, black people, and the LGBT community, we gonna hold y'all motherfuckers accountable. Not the pygmies. 
y'all pygmies love y'all, so I'm not even gonna speak on them idiots. But for the people that actually are with the shits, we're gonna hold you accountable, and you can't stand that. You hate that. So that's why y'all be like, well, white people did this, or right? That's like that's so elementary school to me. Like, well, Tara got away with it. Why the fuck can't I? Bitch, because you're your own person. You did your own shit and you're going to be held accountable for it. Stop trying to blame, put the place to blame on other people, but like them motherfuckers don't deserve the same shit. Yeah, white privilege gets these motherfuckers off, but that doesn't excuse the fact that Bill Cosby and R. Kelly and all these motherfuckers are not going to get away with the shit that they've been doing. It's been too long. We live in a time where social media is making it more able for people to be vocal. We always swept shit under the rug and kept shit in families and didn't talk about it because we were in fear of being produced with hush. I mean, introduced to hush money and <coughs> excuse me, or even being murdered for stating the truth. The truth fucking hurts. And that's why a lot of people can't take it. Like, I don't give a fuck about what white people do. Like, outside of the people that I know are who are non-black and have an actual actual heart and are actually advocates for equality for all people, including black people, I don't trust white people as far as I could throw them. Because I think all of them are not genuine. So, I'm not sticking up for no fucking body, but... I, I'm going to be real. Like, we're not going to sit up here and just think, oh, black people should get off because of the history we had or because they are someone of a certain stature. Girl, fuck them and fuck you too because I'm not rallying behind no shit. If you are a rapist, if you're a molester, if you whatever the fuck you do, bitch, I'm not behind it. And as for Kevin Hart, girl, fuck him and fuck you too because all y'all want to do is rally behind these niggas that ain't even funny i can't name one comedy special or movie or show that kevin hart has had that i did not laugh once i well that i'd laugh once like i watched the real husbands of hollywood i watched one the episodes where tisha campbell was on there i like those but anything other than that that shit is boring kevin hart is not funny to me he's not the best comedian we've had i've had I've listened to the more homophobic shit from our old school comedians. While I didn't agree with the shit when I was younger, I listened to it and laughed at it. <coughs> like, I can take a joke, but everything is not a joking matter, especially when it comes to the LGBT community and the alarming rate of murders that occur. Like, you're not going to laugh if it's your family member. Y'all sit up here and act the fool because people are speaking up for people dying. The like how many times we got to tell you the life expectancy of a trans woman is 35. I'm 26. So in 9 years a trans a trans woman cannot even live that long. Like are you fucking kidding me? And you thinking these jokes are fucking funny? Y'all are fucking pathetic, bro. Like that's why I said accountability is a bitch because y'all just refuse to hold motherfuckers accountable for shit. It's really sad. 
Like, y'all want to hold white motherfuckers accountable, which they should be, but we're going to get get y'all motherfuckers out of here, too. And that's big, period. On that note, I'm going to enjoy my night. I worked a long day. I've been up since 8 in the morning, 7 to be specific, and I'm tired. <laughs> so on that note, um, the next episode will definitely be before Christmas. Um, I'm going to try to figure out a time where my friends and I could record an episode. And um, yeah, that's all I have for you guys. Um, thank you guys for listening and you guys have a wonderful day. And thank you for tuning in with Tea with Keys. Don't forget to check out my amazing blog, MarquiseDJ.com, M-A-R-K-I-Z-D-J.com. And let me know if you have any appreciation post ideas or if you have any topics you think I should discuss for my podcast, feel free to let me know. Thank you. Bye-bye.